quite on set. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to my unsolicited advice. I'm very sorry it has been a long six months between these episodes. Sorry for leaving you guys hanging for the five people that listen. But today I have a very special guest. My guest this week is someone who I am so grateful for, and it is my roommate Ashley. Woo-hoo. For myself. Hello. Welcome, <laughs> Ashley. Thank so, you. Is this your first podcast? <laughs> it's actually not. <gasps> no, I know. You didn't take my podcast virginity. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is like my first, like, this feels like a more of a real podcast. Oh, I love that. The first one I ever did was actually for my work. Oh. So it wasn't really fun. It's okay. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of fun. It was like me and my coworker, we would interview like really high up executives in our company. So it was kind of really cool because oh, we got like yeah, this excuse cool. to like interview like people that are way way higher than us and our managers so yeah. it's like a really cool thing but it was like solely talking about work and talking about so it's you know, more interesting more... to the people in like the business world but yeah like, i wouldn't enjoy listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was only available like through our like internal stuff oh. like it wasn't posted to like apple or spotify right, right, right. so it wasn't really like a fun but that's so activity. cool <laughs> love yeah, that it's cool though well yes yeah, mm-hmm. so as i said Ashley is my roommate. We have now been living in LA together for six months. We're sitting at our kitchen table in our apartment with some glasses Mm, of wine, which is quite off-brand for the people who know me, but I am slowly dipping my toe into the wine life. So I wanted to just start out a little bit with kind of like our history and our background, Uh just because like our like how we met is kind of like interesting because Mm -hmm. if we look at like our line of events eventually we probably would have met if that makes any sense yes so I guess I'll start with saying Ashley is a year older than me we both went to U of A so obviously like when I was a freshman she was a sophomore and I went through the sorority recruitment process and didn't end up going through with it, which most of my listeners know that. And the sorority that I most likely would have ended up in if I continued the process is the sorority that Ashley ended up in. Mm-hmm. But we didn't technically meet from our sorority yeah, because I somehow decided that I was going to join clubs freshman year and found this club called the Business of Entertainment. And in that club, I think... I went to maybe two meetings all of freshman year. Mm -hmm. And second semester, right at the beginning of the semester, I think, because it was the second semester, right? Second semester, yeah. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the semester, I get this email from the club being like, hey, we have an extra spot on our Los Angeles trip. Do you want to go? And I'm like, oh my God. Like, first of all, my dream was to like be in Los Angeles. So I was like, hell yeah, free trip to LA. Well, actually it wasn't free, but like a trip to (laughs) LA, like having an excuse to go. And I was like, I called my dad and I was like, dad, do I go on this trip? Like, I don't know a single person in this club. Like I've been to two meetings, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm like so not involved. And so I go on this like trip and we drove from Arizona, obviously, because it was only a six hour drive. And I, the cars were like randomly assigned we weren't in the same car I don't think we driving were. there we weren't I don't I remember but I there was like one other girl in the club that I like kind of already knew so I was like kind of sticking with her and then obviously it was a weekend trip so there was like hotels and stuff and the first night we were in our hotel rooms <laughs> and me and Ashley were bedmates. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and 
we just like I don't know we just kind of bonded I remember like laying in bed talking about well I know that we brought up like the sorority thing because Mm -hmm. you like said what sorority you were in and I was like oh my god this is so uncomfortable like the sorority she ended up in is the sorority that like well, it was really funny when you like told me about it yeah you were like oh I don't mean to offend you but yeah. like I, I rushed the sorority and I like dropped like during the process and AKO is one of the ones yeah that I had and I was like oh no like trust me I rushed like spring semester which is very very different so it wasn't yeah. really the same but yeah yeah and so I was like oh my god like okay and then like just from that point on we just kind of like we were together like the rest of the trip we mm-hmm. were we were rebels and we went we snuck away and went to disney with two two it was two, two other girls yeah, two yeah. other girls and like at that moment we just like became friends and then she forced me to keep going back to the club mm-hmm. and we just yeah and then it just made sense and we just stayed friends for the rest of freshman year we like hung out a little bit I think we went to some frat parties together like one or two and our friendship just blossomed and then when I went through the recruitment experience sophomore year because I did end up going through it again I like in the back of my mind I remember most of freshman year I like would randomly meet girls in AKO and like would obviously love them Mm -hmm. and in the back of my mind I would be like I could see myself in the sorority like I think it makes sense like I would get along with these girls if I get along with them not in the sorority then obviously like being in that sorority would like make Mm -hmm. sense and I was like when I was going through the process if you like know how the recruitment process works there's like different stages basically and in the preference or no in the set three which was like philanthropy day whatever it's like the more serious day I was talking to the girl who ended up being my big Mm -hmm. and while talking to her Ashley walks up and is like oh my god hi Olivia and I just remember (laughs) in that moment like oh my god this is so good for me like Ashley just like she she knows me she said hi to me and like the girl I'm talking to and like I love her like oh my god this is my in like I'm totally in (laughs) and it just like and then it worked out and then I ended up going AKO and from that moment on our friendship just mm-hmm. blossomed. Yep, and then we I think the cool part too is that the club that we met in, we both ended up being on the board of it. You forced me to be on the board, but yeah. yes. <laughs> we did end up being on the board. But it was kind of fun because I think we didn't really know anyone else on the board that Mm-mm. well at the time. Mm-mm. So it was kind of like we had each other. Yeah. And so it was more like we were encouraging each other. You're like, this is for LA. Like, yes. This is to eventually yes. go into entertainment, which we both aren't in yet. Maybe <laughs> one yet. day, but we're in <laughs> but LA. That's the first step. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> this is like baby steps. Yeah. But yeah, so that is like the background of us. Very thankful for the Business of Entertainment Club. Still unsure to this day mm-hmm. how I ended up in that club because literally almost, I think 99% of the people in that club were either LR majors, which is like the U of A business mm-hmm. school or film and television majors. Yeah. And I wasn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I weaseled my way in there, but you know, it all worked out. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> but yes. So since obviously that club like showed our passion for I guess LA as a whole and obviously the entertainment industry is something we want to do but like did you always know you wanted to be in LA kind of well you're from California yeah so I'm from California I'm from like the northern part California so I mean like I, I never really like grew up in the LA area but like I would I just remember coming to LA for Disneyland mm-hmm. and so when I was a kid I would literally come to Disneyland like every year multiple times a year sometimes so I would always like basically relate LA to Disneyland at that time obviously I didn't really understand the difference yeah and I think the first time I ever actually like hung out in Los Angeles itself was actually for the club 
Oh. So, like, I never came to L.A. except if it was for Disney or for um, Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. So, I just never went to the beaches here. Never went to Santa Monica ever. I still have never been really to the Santa Monica Pier, like, for the rides or anything like that. Like, I've never done really, like, that touristy thing. I can second But, yeah, so I, like... I don't know. I always had this fantasy about LA. Like I always wanted to be when I was a kid. I loved Hannah Montana. Like I wanted that that to be my life. Like I wanted to be Hannah Montana. But um, I think like now, or I guess going through college too. Like when I was in the club, like I never wanted to be like famous myself. Mm -hmm. It was more so like I wanted to be involved with famous people. And I Mm -hmm. feel like you have two choices: LA or New York, really. And I just cannot imagine myself being in New York. So I've always just pictured LA and. Yeah, that's really the main reason I've always wanted to live here. Got it. Interesting. I feel like very similar to me, LA is 100% like romanticized and like Mm -hmm. everyone sees it as like something completely not different because like it does kind of live up to those expectations if you're the right person. Mm -hmm. But like you also go to LA and you're kind of just like, oh, like this is LA. Yeah. So like it's really interesting. I think it's hard because I think the area we live in is very much like you know we see g-wagons and range rovers like we're very desensitized i feel like at this point because it's really funny because like some of my friends will be like oh yeah like you know my parents just got a range rover and i'm like okay my neighbor who's like 25 drives a range rover like it's just it's crazy yeah that we live in this area and like i don't know i just feel like this specific area is very much like influencer, almost like what you would imagine LA to be like. But then if you drive five minutes towards Hollywood, it's not like that at all. Mm -mm. So yeah, it's just, yeah. When one of my friends visited, I remember it was her first time in LA and we just were like driving away from the airport and she's just like, oh like this this is la and i'm like okay well well, we're not we're not there yet like the airport area is different than like where we live but it's just funny because instantly because she's from chicago instantly she was like chicago's better and i'm like you know Mm. i'd have to say being from chicago chicago is amazing and like the biggest thing i say is like if there was no winter in chicago i probably would be there all year because it is a great city but la just like has that different feel like it's just like I don't know. When I first moved here, I think I instantly was like, I made it. Even though like I didn't do sh- I didn't do shit. Like I didn't I didn't I'm, I didn't yeah. make anything. Like I was just getting started. But like just the fact that my whole life I've like dreamed of living here and now I'm actually here. It like is kind of surreal because it's been 6 months and I still like certain days it hits me and I'm like, "Oh my god, like mm-hmm. I'm in LA." And then other days I'm just like, it's just another day in the life. Yeah, I'd say the same for me too. Yeah. It like, just kind of depends on what you're doing. Like the other night I went to watch like the sunset in Santa Monica mm-hmm. like those moments I'm kind of like wow like uh-huh. I can't believe I live in this city where like you know 97% of the rest of the country cannot experience something like this well, like it's yeah. just crazy that's like two weeks ago I had the day off of work and I drove to Malibu mm-hmm. just because like I had the day off and yeah. I was like might as well and I sat on the beach and like was eating food literally watching the sunset and I had my headphones in I was listening to music and I mean, I just have to say this. First of all, Lord, like, mm-hmm. she, I have a new grown appreciation that could for be her a music. Beach vibe for sure. Like, she just like her music just like speaks to my soul as of mm. recent. And I was listening to like ribs and just like you know the mm-hmm. basic songs, and just watching the sunset. And you know, like when you like stare at the sunset, it goes by quick. Like yes. you can like literally see mm-hmm. it going down. And I was just like so in that moment, and I like started tearing up because I was just thinking about yeah. like life 
is like taken so seriously and like the little moments like that just like need to be appreciated and it was just Mm -hmm. like so insane because I was like wow like this is like definitely something that everyone can experience obviously very small like you said percent of the country live close to a beach and can experience like an amazing sunset like that so it's just certain things like that I'm like very thankful that we live in LA because we can just like drive 30 minutes away and have that experience Mm -hmm. and like if we lived somewhere else we wouldn't have gotten that but yeah other days it's also like I completely forget that we're even in LA because it's like (laughs) we're not we're not famous like we don't experience the like famous life that we all fantasize I think also pandemic oh god you know if if West Hollywood was real West Hollywood it'd be popping 100% (laughs) that actually brings up one of the questions I wanted to ask you and I do have a list of questions here and Mm. they're they're not in a specific order but we can skip around I was gonna say how has it been living in a new city but like Mm. going through a pandemic like when we moved here we obviously knew we were moving in a pandemic we knew what we were getting ourselves into Mm. we weren't expecting to like come here and live LA to the fullest potential but like how has it been I mean obviously we've lived it together but from your perspective yeah to be honest I feel like the only thing I feel like has affected me in that regard Mm -hmm. is what other people have said to me about it weirdly enough yeah so like I would say a lot of my coworkers in Arizona which I lived in Phoenix the year prior to moving here they were kind of like you know you're moving to LA like I feel like people in Arizona some people in Arizona have a certain stigma against people in Los Angeles definitely so they were just already kind of like why would you want to move to LA it's so busy there's so many people so automatically they didn't really like the idea and then during the pandemic you know it'd be constant comments about like there's nothing to do there like you're moving to a hot spot for covid and mm-hmm. why would you put yourself in that type of position and even my dad was like oh you're moving to the hot spot like are you sure you want to do this like two weeks before my move-in date mm-hmm. like why are you saying this to me but i don't know i would say like honestly the hardest part obviously is the club scene i think where we live um for those of you who don't know we live walking distance from some of the like biggest clubs in west hollywood like i'm talking like less than a five minute walk and i think not getting to experience that definitely sucks i mean like we're not getting the full experience of like the social aspect and it's very hard to like make friends i think which is like a whole nother realm that i think we both have kind of like struggled with is making friends in la outside of the ones that we kind of know like we kind of know people in la but we're not necessarily like friends with them yes so it's kind of hard But I think, like, honestly, the biggest thing for me was, like, the judgment of moving to L.A. during this. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually don't really care much for what people think or say. Definitely. But I think, like, judging that I'm moving to L.A. in general was a little bit annoying, I feel like. I mean, I definitely experienced the same. Mm -hmm. I had, like, a good amount of people supportive, obviously, because, like I said, Uh this is something I've dreamed about since I was little. So the people who knew that about me were, like, you're finally doing it like like go like pursue and whatever but then like what you said there's such a stigma around LA initially just with like how many people are here and yeah the obvious the infamous that the infamous <laughs> traffic that yeah. really gets up people's like yeah. like they're people really crazy them. about it even though they're not in it <laughs> no I'm like first of all I love driving so I'm like I'll sit in yeah. my car all day I don't care <laughs> but there's that and then with the pandemic on top of it also like being the hot spot so many people were like what and like I had people calling me like the first few weeks like are you doing okay like are you staying Mm. safe and I'm like I'm doing literally what everyone else is doing like I obviously wear a mask I'm doing like Mm. the whole country like it's not just LA I'm like y'all are living the exact same life in Chicago Mm. like maybe your cases are not as high but like you have to do the same thing so I agree that's been it and then 
like you said like the social life and like you you've experienced like going out in LA correct like you've gone to bars in LA or like going to bars with my mom count did you ever go to any clubs? <laughs> like, no, I've never been to a club. In oh, LA. I, I always thought you I had. have been to a few bars. So I went to Perch, but mm. again, it was with work. It was mm. like with uh, my coworkers, mm-hmm. and then my friend Nani ended up showing up, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Um, but I've really only been to like bars, like Tom Tom with my mom <laughs> but um i haven't been clubbing though oh i don't know why i, I want to i wish okay then we're both in it together <laughs> like we really want like one I, day i and we'll get there. if you know me like i don't and i don't love the club scene like i, I feel that i have minor claustrophobia which i've learned yeah. strictly only from clubs like put me in an elevator packed like that won't bother me but like <laughs> clubs for some reason it's the like music the sweaty people the sweaty people the drinks spilling on you oh my god that's the worst part. Everyone just being more drunk than me, like, yep. always. Yes. <laughs> Which is that. why, like, I am literally one either end of the spectrum. I'm either sober or I'm just the black. Yep. Which <laughs> 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 isn't something I'm not proud of. And, like, oh, I, yeah. but I just feel like L.A. is just a different breed, which, like, also kind of scares me. Mm-hmm. Like, walking into an L.A. club, like, I do just imagine every person in there being, like, influencer famous potential. Yeah. But I also feel like, that's just not what it is at all like I feel like it's people Mm. who are just like raunchy and like craving that life but like yes and they're just like packing the clubs and like I think it also depends because I feel like there's some clubs especially the ones up near like sunset of course Mm -hmm. I feel like those are the people you know they're going to look for famous people yeah they're hoping famous people are there influencers are there so I think that'll definitely be the scene but I would be anxious to see kind of more of like because i'm more of a bar person yeah like you know like pete's and stuff that's more my vibe like i like to talk to people yes and so i would be interested to see kind of what the bar scene is like in la versus the club scene that agreed agreed Mm -hmm. i would definitely like the bars more than the clubs but like i just feel like when people talk about la they're like a night out in la and Mm -hmm. it's just like this this idea yeah i do i would like to experience i can't say that i'll like it but i'd like (laughs) to experience it you got to yeah and Ugh, I would love that. I just hope that it comes back eventually, but I just have very, very low, low, low hopes. So with the COVID topic, even though I do mm-hmm. not want this to all be about COVID because yeah. I think like the majority <laughs> of my episodes have, but it's like literally taking over all of our lives. Yeah. I wanted to say some of the things that we have been able to do with COVID to like make the most of it. And I know that the main thing is going to the beach being in yeah. LA like you have to go to the beach when we first moved here yes we had Saturdays are for the beaches yeah. <laughs> like every single weekend we went to a new beach whether it was in like Malibu mm-hmm. or just like anywhere up and down like the LA coast which was so fun yeah. when it was like nice out so that was something I was very grateful we were able to experience and like COVID didn't stop us from doing that and then we've also gotten into lots of shows and movies <laughs> And I can't have an episode with Ashley and not talk (laughs) about some of our shows. So I made a list of some things that we've watched together. Um, Selling Sunset, I think, was one of the first shows. Season two. Well, because, yeah, because Selling Sunset, it kind of, like, became popular in the summer. Yeah, like, during quarantine when it first started. And then Mm -hmm. season two was released, like, right when we moved here. Or, like, right around then. Uh So we started watching that. And we just, I mean, we love that. Mm -hmm. I've now passed the Oppenheim group like <laughs> storefront multiple times passed it the other day and i like can't resist myself from turning my head and looking fully inside oh I like know. the chance of them being in there is like 
zero to five. But yeah. But like you have, you to, have to literally I've walked past it and I literally stand there and I just <laughs> stare inside. Like they're not there, but looking I'm looking like, at the desk. Yes. I'm like, I've seen those desks on my TV. I have yeah. to stare at them. And I just like, I love that. I mean, Oh, we also found some of the houses from Selling Sunset yeah. and drove to yeah. them. Love We've also that. seen a sign for Mary's listing literally on our literally street. Literally on our street. Oh my God. Crazy. I also thought one day that she was like there because I, been her. I saw the car and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the car she drives. Mm-hmm. And this person was moving in. And I was like, do the realtors go to the move-ins? Like, I think, like sometimes. Maybe. And I was like, I think she's here, but. I feel like in LA, you kind of just tell yourself, like, yeah, that was that person. 100%. (laughs) Like, yes. So there was Selling Sunset. Love that. Then we were watching Haunting of Bly Manor because we watched The Haunting of Hill Mm -hmm. House. Love that. Ashley and I are, like, horror, scary movie fanatics. We love that. If you have any recommendations, please hit us up. (laughs) And then we just finished season one, hoping to start season two of Big Little Lies. Yes. Love that. Good show. Good show. Literally has us on the edge of our seat every episode. Really makes us scared of men. Like, yeah. Just in general. Like, they suck. Like, that show really did not paint them in a good light. Terrible. Like, we were watching... Okay, then that goes into our next. We're going to skip one because it's the more important one. But that goes into our more recent. We started Bling Empire because... Uh That was on Netflix, and your mom recommended for yeah. you to watch it. So we were watching it together. And there was a relationship in Bling Empire that we were like, I think this man is going to hit this yeah. woman because Big Little Lies has traumatized It scarred us, us for life. We like, just I, automatically think this yeah. man's going to burst into anger to where he gets physical. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you've watched that show, like, trigger warning. Like, it is like, I, we just can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Now, into the most important show of our top. Oh, God. Is Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Yep. <laughs> At the beginning of living here, I don't know how it came up, but Ashley started talking about just like the Real Housewives because you. Well, are- I think it came up because Sir is so close. Was it because of Sir? I think so. Okay. I think because well, I want to say when we moved here, I think Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was still like airing new episodes, so, oh, so that might be it. I think you I was were like watching, watching that, and, yep. and then also Sir is like literally a block from us. Yeah. So Vanderpump was just inevitably going to be brought up, right? And you watch every se- all the Housewives season. No, so I watch New York. OC in Beverly Hills but I've been told to start Salt Lake City because that's like a new one Mm -hmm. but I don't know I just can't imagine Housewives in Salt Lake City (laughs) like I don't know I think they should make a Scottsdale one I've said that about like Chicago as well like yeah Chicago should definitely have one too they have like Dallas Potomac which I don't even know where that is Scottsdale makes the most sense though yeah I think that would be a great one oh my god so good but because of that I questioned Ashley I was like do you think I would like the real housewives like I don't know if that's my vibe Mm. and eventually she was just like you know what you should watch you should watch Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I guess I'll give it a shot (laughs) and so we started watching the first season together Mm -hmm. and after that I was hooked because (laughs) me and Ashley don't consistently watch shows like it's not like an every night thing it's Mm -hmm. like a when we're both ready like when there's nothing going on and I just got to the point where I was like I need to watch every episode of this like back to back every night Mm -hmm. and so I just was like Ashley I'm leaving you I'm going to like I'm going to watch every episode (laughs) and I think that started in like maybe September and it's now February and I just finished and I'm completely caught up and I'm just so them. Well, I think the best part is that I mean we know that one of them like lives near us. Yeah. So which, like Brett. Yeah, which now I know because he was only yeah. on the most recent most season. Most recent season, yeah. And I'm like anxiously waiting to see I him. I feel like Dana definitely lives near us too. Mm. I swear I thought I saw her the other like not the other day, but a few months ago. I saw a girl with 
really blonde hair and oh she just God. had the same like look to her but who knows i mean i'm sure a million people in la look like her. i mean definitely so. but when i was in the middle of watching it we and pre-restaurant dining closing during pandemic mm-hmm. in la me and ashley were able to get a reservation at sir so we yes. got to go which was a surreal experience and you <laughs> had not been there before you had to I have yes. yes during like I think real this life when it was my third time <gasps> yeah because oh i got okay. to meet peter oh my god oh, oh so, so nice <laughs> so we went to sir which was quite the experience and i really like didn't i wasn't fully as invested as i am now yeah. when we went so i didn't mm-hmm. fully understand but like i'd seen it so like just being there was so like, now we need to go again a hundred percent yes like yes. i need to go back and like really just <laughs> but i want to go back when like I mean, most of the, like, people obviously aren't probably going to be there anymore, but I would still like to go. But more importantly, TomTom is where my next, our next destination is because that just is, I have to go. Now that I'm all caught up, literally last night, I watched the last episode of the reunion or the last, yeah, like the very last episode of season eight. And so this morning I just binge followed everyone mm-hmm. from the show which i naturally yes because i have to be up all their butts now because <laughs> i'm obsessed which is an issue i have with things when i start loving them i just become yeah overly obsessed with them is that a scorpio trait i feel like we saw that maybe that was, yeah that was a it's a soul recently. cycle thing yeah it's okay. obsessive it's because i'm scorpio <laughs> anyways <laughs> So um, today I was listening to Lala and Randall's podcast and I was just listening to Queen Stassi and Mm -hmm. the queen of podcasts and she really just like was getting to me and like speaking to my Mm -hmm. soul basically because she was just talking about all this like podcasting stuff. This is why we're here right now because I was like I need to sit down. I need to get back into this and I just need to like hone in on my craft. Just kidding but like (laughs) I need to improve. So that is pretty much what inspired me to this and I'm very thankful for the Vanderpump Rules and I'm very thankful for Ashley to bringing this into mm. my life and now that I finished Vanderpump Rules because I don't know what else to do with my life I'm starting Real Housewives of Beverly Hills good okay can't wait that'll be the next good one on to the next topic because <laughs> uh that was enough of Vanderpump Rules talk but if you are a fan of Vanderpump Rules hit me up love to talk about it can't wait okay <laughs> so since we were talking about like shows and stuff also obviously during COVID when they were open we were going to restaurants like we said we went mm-hmm. to Sir. um we've tried a few places that were really good and obviously there's still the longest of list for like us to try more places yeah. in LA there's still mm-hmm. so many left but on the topic of restaurants Restaurants, I wanted to bring up your food Instagram. <laughs> um, yay. <laughs> I've been neglecting it a little bit recently. Oh, that's okay. I haven't really like eaten out. Yeah. So there's nothing for me to take pictures of. That's true. That's so. true. But I just wanted to give a little shout out to that. Oh, so if anyone you. out there is interested in foodies or whatever ashley has a food instagram she did get one like was it even like a sponsorship you just got some like free chocolate that was fun something to be proud of i think honestly the highlight of it so far was when i went to go at the waldorf astoria rooftop Mm. bar and they reshared my post that was my like oh yeah that's five seconds of fame yes love that it's amazing well hopefully more posts to come when restaurants reopen because praying for that day (laughs) a hard-hitting question here okay oh no be honest how have i been as a roommate (laughs) oh you've been good (laughs) love that (laughs) definitely top two how many have there been there's actually been a lot that's true because of college let me think about this oh love that while you're thinking I actually am. You've also been a great roommate, I have to say. I've had eight roommates. <gasps> and I'm in the top. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Look at me go. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't say number one, though, but that's all right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting, I would I'm say getting. you guys are tied. 
Okay, I could take that. Tied for first. Yeah, tied for first. There okay, I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Let's just say that, yeah. Love that. Um, okay, well, now that I'm on my high horse, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I have to say that you've also been a great roommate, but I know that a lot oh. of people listening have been my roommates in the past, so I don't know if I can rank my roommates, but you are the, it is the first time I've lived with only one other person. Mm. I guess th- I don't count the dorms because there's a whole floor of people no, yeah, I spend yeah. time Sharing with. Sharing bathroom and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. count. So this has definitely been the least stressful living situation I've mm-hmm. ever lived in, which is good because last year I was an anxiety ball. Like I literally, it was like six of you, right? There was too many of us. In <laughs> like all of my best friends love them to death, but like way too many of us in one apartment. We literally lived in a trap house. Like it was disgusting. Oh, yeah. That's right. We've like me and you have gotten the like monthly clean. Like <laughs> that makes a difference. I can promise you. Last year, I don't think we cleaned our apartment once. Like, the kitchen <laughs> got cleaned because it had to. Yeah. No other crevice in that well, place was ever cleaned. The apartments that you lived in in college, like the high rises, yeah. they were meant to be destroyed. Honestly. Which is so, like, ironic <laughs> because of how nice they make I them. <laughs> and then they put, like, trashy college kids yeah. in them. Like, how, what a disgrace. Holes in the walls. Oh my God. Constantly. Disgrace. Ugh, can't. <laughs> um, okay, just quickly. How how has a work from home been since oh. moving to LA? You don't get to go into your LA office, even yeah. though it wasn't the ideal office of your choice. But yeah, yeah so my office that I'm going to be going into is downtown, which I mean I kind of like the idea of having like you know that downtown lifestyle, mm-hmm. like high rises seems pretty cool. Like for sure. Right now I'm on like floor 15, I think, of my oh. building, which seems cool. Yeah. The only thing is that the parking is like. A ridiculous amount per month Ugh. so that's the number one thing i fear yeah and also having to pay for gas and deal with other people yeah um but honestly it's really bad because i want to stay working from home i think forever <laughs> it's so bad because it's like i have my whole like command center set mm-hmm. up everything's comfortable now mm-hmm. and I, the only thing i miss is really like the social aspect but it's hard that because i sense. feel like i don't have any co-worker friends in LA yet right I haven't even met anybody true but um I don't know we'll see I'm very excited I'm hoping honestly I'm kind of hoping I can transfer offices to one that's closer instead of downtown that would be nice like Century City there's one Mm -hmm. that would be like perfect I was gonna say do you wish you were in office but I guess you just kind of answered you know sometimes they like talk about they're talking about like strategies of like what to do Mm -hmm. and one of the strategies that they're thinking of is doing like half of the week at home half at office so like you know like tuesday thursday would be Mm -hmm. in the office monday wednesday friday would be at home and honestly i think that would be perfect like best of both worlds yeah that's a pretty good situation i feel like most people out there who are work from home now unless there's someone who like which i feel like this would be me like completely could not work at home solely i think like this whole situation has just proved that you can still have a productive like company or team or whatever like working from home because i feel like that was frowned upon like before all this like a lot of bosses would be like yeah no you're not working from home like that's not happening yeah i think it's because there was like the stigma behind like they can't see what you're doing right really yeah but i think a lot of companies could save so much money if they got rid of like their office spaces and just completely were remote they would Mm -hmm. save a lot of money so i don't know yeah i wonder if or when things ever start going back like how many companies are going to be 100 percent remote like, I, I don't think see, a lot have become. That's that. true. I was gonna say I don't see your company doing that because no, too big of a company. But no, 
they would like definitely they've already talked about it like yeah. oh where do you want to sit and like oh. stuff like that yeah but i feel like california will be the absolute last 100 percent group to go back definitely and so i'm hoping that's the case <laughs> is there a date right now wasn't it the end of january at so one point? like our company i don't think many do this maybe they do but mm-hmm. like ours kind of will just push it back every month so mm-hmm. right now they say april 1st we're going back mm-hmm. but then like i guarantee by march 1st they'll push it back another month mm-hmm. to april and may yeah. and june and, and push back just hopefully one day the it happens i'm hoping i think they're gonna end up letting like the manager decide yeah my manager's pretty chill that's so. good interesting hopefully. Yeah. well hopefully you can get that spot in a closer location yeah Be more or just never have to go in again that's true <laughs> be a home body for life <laughs> well okay so speaking of home let's talk about our sad short-lived fur baby oh no i don't want to talk about that. okay just quick just quick Ashley and I adopted a fur baby. It was a cute little hamster. Her name oh, was Pippa. Yeah. We had her for a, a month. I think it was. I think it was like three weeks. <laughs> oh god. Well, because okay, this is this is morbid and so bad, but we got her from PetSmart. Yeah. And PetSmart already said, a red flag. <laughs> true. I I'm willing to say that something was already wrong with her when we got her. Probably because of PetSmart. But um, the morbid thing is that. <laughs> We were told that if something were to happen to her within a month, we could get a refund. Which is so <laughs> so <laughs> When we sadly discovered her body. <laughs> when we sadly discovered her body, the first thing we did was check when we got her. Yeah. And I think we were very close to the one month. I think we were yeah. like three or four days away from it. Mm-hmm. And so... The only bright side of the situation was that we did get our full refund and (laughs) (laughs) And we have every, we have all the equipment if we Mm -hmm. were to get another one, Mm -hmm. which I kind of do want another. I was going to say, that's my next question. Future fur babies. So that's the whole thing. I feel like you want a cat. I want a dog. I know. I mean, I would be willing to have a cat too. I love cats, but like, you know, I can't imagine if, I don't know if we're ready for a cat yet. I know. I mean, we couldn't even have a hamster for a month. <laughs> Not to roast ourselves. But I don't know. I do want another hamster. It was traumatizing. Which, which I, to this day, don't know if it was an us fault, if it was just like a life fault, if it was pet smart. Like, the situation was a little iffy. But yeah, I think we know now that uh, as bizarre as this sounds to the people out there, like, you have to get a pet sitter for a hamster if you're going away for a weekend, and I'm gonna <laughs> leave do. it at that. Like, could you imagine paying a pet sitter to watch a hamster? Like, I mean, I would oh willingly gosh. be that pet sitter for someone else if they were like, "Can you watch my hamster?" Like, for sure, I'll watch your hamster. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. us having to hire a pet sitter for a hamster, like that seems more bizarre than me being the hamster or the pet sitter for someone else, which is so yeah. funny. But yeah, so I feel like I mean, we all make mistakes and we learn from them. But yeah. I would definitely consider getting another hamster but hopefully one that's more playful i think we we would definitely if we got another one we would have to definitely make sure there's no points where we're both gone at the same time for an extended period of time definitely but me me and ashley both have have pet fever for sure because ashley is itching for a french bulldog yes itching (laughs) yeah i've been telling people i'm gonna get one for the past like two years it just hasn't happened yeah 
and you told me when we were moving it's here coming. you were like just so you know like i'm gonna get a dog I, yeah <laughs> i literally told you i was like i'm looking for an apartment that allows dogs mm-hmm. like it's happening i'm yep. gonna get one when i'm at my when i'm living at home mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. and it just didn't happen no doggy not yet yeah and i have been quite itchy for a cat i want yeah. one i want one so bad yeah. i literally i am on every kind of social media and just flooded with cat content <laughs> do you see french bulldogs all over your social media sometimes oh. i would say i feel like i see more cats oh, okay because yeah. it's a sign we're yeah, both yeah. cat people yep. <laughs> but you know the thing that sucks about pets is that they're expensive mm. and you know what i hate i hate how much you have to pay for a pet in any apartment like oh you mean just like, like the deposits like, and pet rent yeah like what yeah. kind of bs is that like i don't know so i think it's rude. pretty stupid especially for a cat because it's not like first off they're they not scratching the floors no. it's not like they're doing anything to damage the actual property no they're just charging you to charge you which is why i think especially in college i feel like it's very popular people would just not disclose that they had a pet oh i did i mean why would you? yeah like why would you like i'm yeah. not gonna pay 30 dollars extra a month yeah, for no. that I think it's so annoying. So like, like when we were obviously looking for apartments and you were like, I'm getting a dog. So we had to like look and then Mm -hmm. obviously you were aware, like you would have to pay a pet fee or whatever. But then like, I'm looking at it because like, I would like to get a cat in the next year or so. But I'm like, now I have to figure out how much I'm going to have to pay extra for this gosh dang cat. Like, how rude is that? But I mean, worth it if they're your baby. True. (laughs) Hopefully one day. They're family at that point. Course. Oh my god. I mean, we both have 20 year old cats. Like, they literally. I know, that's so crazy. It's crazy. Every time I was talking with someone, and every time I talk about my cat, I like literally want to burst into tears because of yeah. how much I love her. No, so my cat's birthday was like last week. Yeah. And so I was asking my mom, I was like, can you send me pictures of me with Gabby yeah. when she was a kitten? Because mm-hmm. I want to like post it. And my mom sends me this picture, and I kid you not, I started like crying, Aww. like bawling my eyes out because I'm just like, I don't know what came over me. It was almost like, well, first off, I miss her. Yeah. Second, it's like every time I leave my house, this is so morbid again. Uh-huh. But every time I leave my house, she I'm like, she's I don't die. know if this is my last time. I, I'm gonna see her. Me too. Yeah, it's so sad. It is so <laughs> sad. I like literally relate to that heavily. Every yeah. time I call my parents, I Facetime them, obviously, and I yeah. instantly ask to see my cat. Yeah. And then I ask, how is she doing? Yeah. Like and. In August, when we moved here, I had a false alarm. I literally yeah. thought she was going to, I literally thought she was dead, which well, she's alive and well now, which is good. But like, yeah. I completely relate. Like, that is so sad. Yeah. Which is why it's insane that like cats live that long. Yeah. Well, when I was in college, I remember like when I left, I told my parents, I was like, if something happens to Gabby, don't even tell me. Because I was, was like, I would literally come home immediately like, to the point, because what I was worried about was, like, what if I was during finals or something? Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to, like, have to leave. Mm-hmm. And so every time I would come home, I would just be like, is Gabby here? Like, where is she? Where is yeah. she? And so every time she's been fine and, like, she still can, like, jump up on stuff, which I am so shocked we by. We love cats. But she's also extremely overweight. Mm. So that's, like. <laughs> that's how my. That's how. <laughs> that's the concern. My cat Snickers, her sister Spice, who died two mm. years ago. That's She was very overweight as well. Yeah. But. I literally was the exact opposite. When I went to college, my biggest fear was also that she, well, they were both alive, that they were going to die. And I told my parents, I said, if anything happens, like you have a slight like feeling that something Uh bad is happening, tell me and I'm hopping on a flight. Like Mm -hmm. I'm coming home. And my parents were like, see, I don't think we're going to do that. And I was like, (laughs) I will literally never talk to you again if you do that to me. I was so like, and thank God that didn't happen. I mean, 
when Spice died, I was with my family in Tucson, which was another story. But mm. like I, if any, oh my God, if anything happened to Snickers, like that's why this pandemic has been so hard for me not going home because like I literally just want to see my cat. Yeah. Like I'm so envious that you mm. go home and see your cat because yeah. I'm just like, I just want to see her. I told my boss too at work, which right now there's like a 10 day quarantine if you leave LA, which is BS and obviously doesn't affect yeah. you because you work from home. But like I work which in honestly, retail. like low-key doesn't make sense because like if i leave mm-hmm. shouldn't like that's like almost affecting you 100 percent. but it then do- it doesn't really matter it doesn't make any them. sense it doesn't make yeah. any sense and so basically the only way to get out of it is like if i don't tell my boss but i'm like i can't live with that guilt like that's so shady but, also like, if you're requesting off like a week she's right she's gonna, gonna be, be like, like where are you going right and like yeah. i can't get away with that and i literally i told her which i guess i didn't really disclose the information that it was for my cat but like i told her the second this 10-day quarantine is lifted like i'm getting on a flight and i'm going to chicago and she was like okay like that's fine mm-hmm. with me i'll give you the time off and i was like thank god that like <laughs> we have like become friends basically because yeah. at the beginning of my job she was not that lenient with time <laughs> off but I tell everyone, I'm like, the second this thing is lifted, I'm going home and I'm seeing my cat. Yeah. And I tell my dad too, I'm like, I love you, but I'm coming home for Snickers. <laughs> like, she is my first priority. I'm like, everyone else, like, I guess I'll see because you'll be there, but mm-hmm. I'm going to visit my cat. Yeah. Ugh, cat talk. I could talk about her for hours. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I guess I kind of asked this question a little bit, but I don't know if there's another way to like kind of answer this, but. Is LA like what you expected? Even though you kind of had, you had a preconceived notion. You've also been here a few times, but you saw it like in a different light. But imagining like I'm moving to LA, like obviously there's COVID, so it's very different. But is it what you expected? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. I say that because I feel like, again, like I kind of said this earlier, like I feel like the area we live in is your epitome of LA. When you think of when you're in your early 20s, the type of people you would want to see mm-hmm. out and about i mean you saw like Haley bieber and kendall jenner Ugh, like yes just that within itself mm-hmm. is what people imagine when they live in la and mm-hmm. so i feel like in the area we live in we do get kind of spoiled with that definitely but then i feel like when i go to like the store like when i go grocery shopping or mm-hmm. to target or something like that i don't really feel like i'm in la mm-hmm. and i'm not really feeling like glamorous necessarily yeah so that's kind of why I say I feel like it's not really exactly what I thought. I also do think the pandemic does have a lot to do with it, though, For because sure. you're not really seeing as many people out and about as you mm-hmm. would normally. And I think people in L.A. tend to be a lot more friendly. Um, I just think obviously right now with like the masks and you're wanting to social distance, people aren't really as friendly. But like this morning, I went on a walk and in our neighborhood and this like older man like said good morning to me so i mean people are still like friendly i feel like yeah it's not to the extent that i think it would be yeah if it wasn't the way it is now i was like thinking about that the other day because i don't know i feel like we all do this but like when you're walking by some someone you like instantly like smirk or like smile Mm -hmm. you know like it's just like a yeah a a decency thing you're walking by someone you make eye contact you smile but like because of the masks i still do it but they don't know that i'm doing it and so it's like awkward because they're like why is this girl staring at me probably but it's like you can't tell like i'm being nice like i'm smiling at Mm -hmm. you and i just like it's so weird and then i was thinking about it i was like because what do i know but i was like are people in la like even nice like if we didn't have masks on Mm -hmm. like would everyone else be smiling at me which like (sighs) i hope that's true and like i assume that's true but it's just like interesting because I feel like 
when you see people now, it's like a completely different experience. Yeah. And I feel like especially in the beginning, like when COVID was still kind of like people didn't really know what would keep them safe. Mm-hmm. They were very much like the ne- they didn't even want to look at you. Yeah. Like looking at you no, would contract yeah. COVID or something. Yeah. So that was definitely like a weird time. And like I remember I visited LA in like April mm-hmm. and I wasn't wearing a mask. Like, this was back when Mm -hmm. I didn't even own a mask. Mm -hmm. And this man, like, yelled at me because I didn't have one on. And it was just a very, like, hostile, not hostile environment, but I think people were just very on edge. Yeah. And so I just was kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, people here are rude. Yeah. But I do think people in L.A. are nicer than, like, New York or Mm -hmm. maybe, like, any other major city. I don't know. Like, I'm just from California, so I feel like everyone in California is chill. I don't know. Like I California just, does have that. I'm biased. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I definitely think that I can't say that it's lived up to my expectations, but that's mm-hmm. also because my expectations are a non-COVID world. So like, yeah. obviously my expectations aren't going to be met, but mm-hmm. I also thought that moving to LA would be like, oh, I'm going to be like really driven and like the environment's just going to like inspire yeah. me and I'm just going to skyrocket in fame and like who did I think <laughs> I was literally me sitting here trying to do the exact same thing so. <laughs> Alrighty, well I think we're approaching the end of the episode but I do have a few more things just one thing that I I'm just curious about I don't even know if you have an answer for this because I definitely don't but mm. where do you see yourself in five years oh my gosh a, a rough I idea no I I don't know if I even see myself in LA. That was what I wanted to know. I don't know. Cause like I sometimes will be in LA and I'm like, I love this city Mm -hmm. and I could see myself buying a house here. Mm -hmm. And I know people sit here and they think about LA houses. They're like, Oh my God, that like the cheapest house you can get in LA is like a million dollars. And like, while that is true, inflation is also a real thing, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, that's a whole business conversation I don't want to talk about. But, um, I, Sometimes I think I can see myself living in LA forever. Not like where we live now. Right. But maybe like, you know, the valley mm-hmm. or somewhere more like family friendly. Right. I would say like Glendale or Pasadena, mm-hmm. I feel like is really nice. But another part of me also wants to live in like San Diego mm-hmm. or maybe even leave the state again. Do you um, think you would leave California again? I thought about it. I've definitely thought about Denver. Mm. That's like the Colorado, one yes. like other place or maybe Seattle. I could see myself there. But both places, the only reason I would not want to live in them is the weather. So, like, Colorado, I'm just, like, not a huge, like, snow person. Like, Mm -hmm. here, when it drops below 50, I'm freezing. (laughs) Like, I just, like, don't – I would not do well in the cold. And then the same with Seattle. Like, Seattle's – I mean, the weather's not as terrible, but it is, like, gloomy and rainy Mm -hmm. and, like – I know that like seasonal depression is very real there. I can attest. So even just, just in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, interesting. I definitely was just like being you're like California born and raised. So like yeah. I did I feel like majority of people from California are like diehard California, I'm never leaving mm-hmm. the state. Regardless of where they are, yeah. they're like, I'm never leaving. But yeah. then you have someone like me who have like dreamed who's like dreamed of living here my whole life and now I'm here and I'm like I'm never leaving, yeah. which is why California is overpopulated. But <laughs> <laughs> like I also sit here and I'm like, I mean, I would like to stay in LA, mm-hmm. but I don't but then I'm also like, there's so many other places that mm-hmm. I could live. Yeah. I don't know. LA just has all the opportunity, I think. Yeah. Like you could literally have any job under the sun 100%. in LA. But like if you go to like I don't know, San Diego, for yeah. example, like they don't have everything there. Like yeah. my 
work is barely even there. Like, I don't know if I could really? be transferred to San Diego. Yeah. I feel like once you get your foot in the door, like enough years, you know, in whatever you want to do, like it becomes a little bit more flexible with like mm-hmm. relocating and stuff. But also like it truly just depends on what you're doing. But yeah. I've also thought about Colorado, but I've never been. So like literally, what do I know? I've had a lot of people tell me they could see me in Colorado and I'm like, why? And just like, I don't know. And I'm like, I've literally never been there. It's definitely like a really cool area. I'd like to go. Like the city is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what is interesting is like the altitude. A lot of people say like you'll be out of breath when you get there because oh. it's like the altitude so high. Am I supposed to work out there? <laughs> it's impossible. No. <laughs> it is a very cool city. I just don't know if I could ever be able to call like Denver home though. Yeah. It just doesn't really feel right. I feel like that's like I don't really ever see myself living in Arizona again. really I've had like small moments of like well now that my brother and sister-in-law are moving there they're moving to Phoenix and majority of my friends are still in Mm -hmm. the Scottsdale Phoenix area I'm like if they're all there in like a few years and I'm like I need a break from LA or from California or whatever I'm like maybe I'd go there for a little bit but I do not see myself long term in Arizona and Mm -hmm. then like a small inkling of me is like do I go back to Chicago? And then I'm like, no, that's crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like truly, I would like to also be in California forever. I just like mm-hmm. wouldn't pinpoint where. I guess, you know, it truly just depends on, you know, the man I fall in love with if he ever comes <laughs> along. But yeah, I don't know. But it's interesting. I wanted to know that answer. Alrighty. I think that's pretty much everything that I have But there is one thing that I decided I was going to do today. I decided I wanted to add a new segment to my podcast from this point on where I ask you or whoever Mm -hmm. my guest is for a piece of advice that they would like to give or maybe, I don't know, this is like just a rough idea, like maybe something to your past self because, you know, someone else might be in a similar situation or just someone who's in a similar situation as you now or whatever. Like what is like one piece of advice you just want to like give out there to someone considering this is called my unsolicited advice. Yeah. I don't know if it's really advice, but something that I feel like is like really relevant Mm -hmm. to me recently is just is to just like go with your gut feeling on things. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot. Like I feel like Mayfair might have posted something recently or like we're not strangers Mm -hmm. didn't did post something like this, but just kind of like going with your gut feeling on everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like especially when it comes to people. Yes. I feel like I don't know about you, but I feel like first impressions are everything. And it really gives you kind of like a gut feeling about that person, initial instinct about them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is something you should always follow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also just with like life in general, like, I don't know, like having this conversation makes me like really reflect on living in LA. And like, I just think of kind of going with my gut instinct back then. Yeah. Like I always told myself like, I was in Phoenix at the time and I just kind of was like, I know for a fact this is not going to be where I live forever. Yeah. And I don't even want to live here another year. Right. And LA was always the goal after I graduated college, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to like save some money first. Yeah. The smart way and, to do it. <laughs> and so I like definitely was like nervous about moving here. Yeah. But I kind of just like went with it. Because I was just kind of like, you know, like maybe I move here for a year and I decide I don't like it and then I move somewhere else. Or maybe I move here and I end up loving it, which that's more so the case. Yeah. So I think just going with that feeling of like risking it almost, I think was worth it. 
Wow. Yeah. I really couldn't have said it better myself. Like that literally, everything you said, like literally just like spoke to me to a T because mm-hmm. I really went with my gut moving yeah. here and like didn't have my life figured out in the slightest, mm-hmm. still don't, but like was very lucky with my situation, but yeah, definitely went with my gut with many people not rooting against me, but not really supporting yeah. my plans. Well, so. I think a lot of people do that with LA too. Like a lot of people talk sure. about, you know, they move to LA with no job. They kind of just move here to find opportunity and yeah. it like ends up working out mm-hmm. for almost everyone, if not everyone. Yeah. So I think like it's, it's a place where you can find a job and even if it's not a job that you were really expecting, I feel like you're still getting your foot in the door somehow. Like you can still meet someone on 100%. a random day that gives you this opportunity. You just never really know. And I yeah. feel like that's the kind of like crazy stuff that happens here. 100%. It's just very unexpected. And that's how I feel about like Aloe, like with my current mm-hmm. job. Like literally there was a girl who walked in and I started talking to her. She told me about how she's a small business owner and literally offered me like an internship basically. Yeah. Like that's in a situation uh-huh. that would have never happened anywhere mm-hmm. else and I'm like okay and like, you get to meet people like yeah. you met like the CEO of the company that you love yeah and she knows you by name and yeah stuff. like it's just crazy like, insane stuff you can do here yeah okay well I loved that piece of advice <laughs> well I guess that is pretty much wrapping up this episode I wanted to say thank you so much for joining me of course. overall is there any final thoughts or words you'd like to add you could also plug yourself social media or just <laughs> anything you'd like to add to the end of this yeah i guess this was really fun i think this is like the yes. first time i ever felt like i was on like a true podcast oh my god the one i did before it was like so formal <laughs> it wasn't even really like i was the host of it yeah. so i wasn't really like feeling yeah super special or anything so it was cool to be like a guest for ah, sure love that. but yeah check out my food instagram it's eats with underscore ashley love that and what about your regular insta oh yeah it's ford ashley with two eyes <laughs> follow her on her socials if you want to follow me you can follow me on instagram at olivia hoffman 11 please 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 subscribe to my youtube channel i'm desperate youtube.com slash olivia hoffman and Do then it. obviously <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast follow it on spotify or on apple Podcasts. rate it on apple Podcasts, or you know the drill all that kind of stuff i Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you again, Ashley. And with all of that being said, this has been my unsolicited advice. Alrighty. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) 